from the city of brotherly love. This is Shark Bite Biz with David Strausser. Oops, you did it again. You just arrived to the newest episode of Shark Bite Biz. I'm your rock star wannabe host, David Strausser. This is your place to grow a business during complete global chaos. I'm ready to watch my Eagles today. In fact, I'm wearing number 11 because it's Wentz's first game back into Philadelphia. I know this episode comes out Monday after the game, but... I usually record my intros and outros the Sunday before the air so that they're the freshest possible. And I got my Philadelphia Eagles spirit going on today. So what are we going to be talking about today? Well, it's about connections. So, but first, please make sure you hit the super thanks button if you're watching on YouTube. You know, if you love the spirit of Shark Bite Biz and everything that we do to help you grow with the three G's, personal growth, professional growth, and most importantly, business growth. Hit that super thanks button, and whether it's a dollar, whatever it is, every little dime helps us out. So let's get back to today's show. We got an awesome startup that's coming on and we're going to chat with and from there we're going to learn about some of their new technology that they're doing now that we're kind of in this post-COVID world. uh, Hopefully, I mean, who knows? The president said it, but then the White House retracted it. I don't know where we are, but events are coming back in pretty much all 50 states. And, you know, today's guest got a technology that's going to help you rekindle that personal connection. So who do we have today? None other than Arjun Rai. Arjun Rai is a serial entrepreneur and founder of HelloWoofy.com, a smart marketing dashboard. He holds fast in his mantra that Every small business and entrepreneur should have an unfair advantage that allows them to compete with the unlimited marketing budgets of their corporate competitors. With Hello Wolfie, he's used his skills to create a seamless, innovative, and efficient digital marketing experience that leverages the power of visualized data science and artificial intelligence. Boasting more than 10,000 members and having raised more than $1.3 million in VC and crowdsource funding. So, hey, without further delay, let's break Arjun right on in here. Creative and innovation tips. Arjun, welcome to Shark Bite Biz. You, my friend, you just became Shark Bait. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, right? Totally, totally. In fact, the Shark Tank show is my one of my favorites I grew up watching, so this is great. Uh, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Coincidentally, it has nothing to do with them. I was just thinking of a show name, and, you know, when I think of business, I think of sharks, you know? Like, it's either eat or be eaten, and you got to be the, the king of the sea per se and you know that's kind of where the name came from uh but i guess that kind of does play to shark tank who knows but whatever it is what it is Uh, we have a tradition on this show okay very first question every single person's got to answer okay Mm -hmm. uh you know what's your background what's your experience what do you do for a living how'd you get there basically in a nutshell tell us what makes arjun arjun so i've been doing startups and uh you know just technology inventions and projects since I was a teenager. Um, did four major projects, four startups, but the one that you know we're most proud of, uh, or I'm most proud of, is taking all the lessons from the past and applying them to Hello Wolfie. Um, and then we just launched a new app called SelfTac, which is selfiecontact.com. And so the idea behind that is 
smart networking uh you just take a selfie and you you know it does creates the message for you follows up for you does everything that you want in a networking event but the the way i got to that is by doing a lot of small projects doing a lot of inventions doing a lot of you know let's see if this works or not and being inspired by sci-fi and i was always like how do i bring the future into the present and so all my companies if you, t- if you take a look at what we did so you did a case study on black mirror basically <laughs> there you go <laughs> so we were always ahead of uh, ahead of the curve so with hello Wolfie, i was like we got to do something that actually ships that actually generates revenue and then use that to then you know do more do more good uh for small businesses we call them underdogs and my dog is our real mascot <laughs> yeah there you go your dog snoopy right snoopy yep he's uh he's in he's in a canoe right now with my dad there you go there you go gotta love that so let, let's jump right in here then i mean one of the the topics that you had is how to start a social media agency from home i mean there's there's a lot of people that are in marketing you know the economy is kind of I guess you can say weird right now and people are looking for side hustles, side gigs and and stuff like that. I mean, how feasible is it for somebody to create a social media agency from home? It is very feasible. Um we 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 know that most of our customers tend to work from home. They tend to be women between the ages of 30 and 60. They have multiple responsibilities outside their you know, their work. And so we're seeing that more and more people are actually opting to work from home or do a hybrid model. Um, but they also have a lot of, you know, family, you know, obligations and obviously pets now too. More pets were adopted and and bought during the pandemic than ever before. So we're seeing a lot of family and at home changes uh, occurring very, very quickly. And so running a social media agency remotely is is something that you'll see on TikTok. People are promoting. You'll see Ty Lopez talking about it. He's been talking about it for years where it's like a, you know, do you know, make five, 10 K, whatever, uh, uh, you know, from home, but obviously no guarantees there. But the idea is that you're able to own your time and you're able to provide services that are super flexible and great conduits would be like Fiverr to find clients. Upwork would be great. But once you find clients and you obviously have to schedule the content, create the content, that's when you come to Hello Wolfie because we help you do not only as a social management, but newsletter management, you know, smart speakers. Most people don't know that there are half a billion Alexa devices in the world who's broadcasting to them. And you're right. right? So and then, uh, you know, many other channels that like blog management as well. It's just it's super important to be able to do that. But yeah, work from home. It's it's a new or hybrid is a new norm. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, you see that every day. It seems like there's a new battle going on between employees and bosses of return to the office or work from home. I've got to say, you know, my data job, Vision 33, most of us have always been work from home, uh, even pre-pandemic. So it was kind of like a no-brainer, like, okay, well, just make work from home permanent. Now, there's a few situations where you know, there's a, a some high value talent or something like that, that they're like, yeah, I won't work from home. Too many distractions. I need to be in an office. And, you know, we, we make those decisions accordingly when we need to. But for the most part, everybody's worked from home and they love it. Well, the thing is, you do need social interaction. So that you know i think we're social creatures even if you're an introvert or an extrovert it doesn't matter you this which is why i like the hybrid model um you know you can go in two days maybe one day and then come you know work from home and schedule your 
side hustles and your you know family around the last three days, right? And then you have the weekend for yourself. Uh, or to do your own side hustle as well. It's, it's going to go in that direction. You're seeing a lot of that happen in Europe, <clears throat> and the U.S. is kind of following suit. I mean, France is a little ex- extreme. Um, apparently, you can text call anyone after you know the work hour or work day. Otherwise, you'll be fined. <laughs> That's what I heard. Um, and uh, so they're they're a little extreme, but um, I think you're going to see a hybrid of a lot of these trends coming together. I don't know. I mean, to me, I think that's a little bit extreme because i mean when you get into work from home especially i mean we've had a lot of experts that to me they're pretty much saying it's about the work you do hitting deadlines you know hitting the the project stuff we don't care if you do that at 10 a.m or if that's done at 10 p.m you know there's obviously stuff that you got to do between nine and five but if you receive an email at 10 o'clock at night, that doesn't mean that you have to answer that email at 10 o'clock at night. You know, it's just because that person was busy and that's when they're sending it. Yeah, unless it says urgent in the subject line. I mean, here's the thing. Netflix has been doing unlimited vacations for a very long time, right? And they their retentions were better. Their, you know, churn was low, employee churn. You know, a lot of the metrics that Netflix set became the standard for a lot of other companies to give you unlimited vacations or unlimited work from homes or whatever. Um, and it actually helped mental health, right? It helped and that mental health is becoming a big topic for startups, for founders. And again, you're seeing all these trends come together, mental health, work from home, hybrid, you know, being able to travel whenever you want to, uh, doing side hustles when you need to, uh, or when you want to, you're, you're going to see a, a comedy. I think the pandemic really had a silver lining. I mean, putting the negative aside, I think the, the major, uh, I think our civilization moved forward very quickly, you know, where it would have been in 20 years and moved forward in two years. We got pushed off the digital cliff. I mean, that's the way that I view it. Yeah, and and I think a lot of innovation came out of that. You know, delivery. You know, for example, um, home delivery, groceries. You know, um, in in uh, in New York, uh, electric scooters became legal after uh, you know a lot of bureaucracy and politics. Finally, they were like, "There's so many, we'll make it legal and we'll put you know uh, regulation around it." Um, for a very long time, it was in a gray zone. So all of these, you know, delivery guys now have a better, you know, um, viability to uh, to be able to do what they need to do to provide for their family. Um, you're seeing drone deliveries, you know, becoming a norm. The FAA finally approved, you know, after a long time, they were like, ah, we don't know, but now they're doing, you know, Amazon's doing drone deliveries. It's 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 moved civilization forward. And in our business, we actually grew faster in the pandemic than ever before because digital marketing became such a hot topic. People are not, they realize that they cannot expect people to just walk in the door and say, hey, I want to buy this. They need to do that digitally and they have to build a community. That's what we do. You help. Well, you also have to remember too, that there's a lot of business like you brought up uh, before about the bracelets, you know, that's a business they're called strung. They've been on the show and they used to sell most of their stuff at events, at rock concerts, uh, stuff like that. Uh, not really e-commerce. I mean, e-commerce to them was like a secondary thought. And when the pandemic hit and there was no uh, concerts to go to, no live events to go to, then it's like, oh, crap, you know, we've got to pivot and go all in on e-commerce and digital marketing and all of that stuff. And it actually blew their business up and grew their business to a level that they've never really thought 
would be imaginable. I mean, it's kind of crazy because they're also in a rock band that is kind of famous too. Yeah. And that's how it started because, uh, the wife is a singer. The husband, I believe, is a guitar player or bassist. I forget. And uh, it started because she started making these bracelets out of his used guitar strings. And that's kind of how the business grew. But, uh, you know, long story to the short is they had to pivot and innovate because of the pandemic and go all in and market and do all those things that they weren't doing previously. And I think to the greater sense, that's what happened to a lot of businesses. So when you say that your business grew grew astronomically during the pandemic, I think that's probably why, because companies like that needed a solution. Well, they needed a solution and they needed to build their communities for the first time exclusively online. Now it's becoming hybrid. I mean, New York City is back in, you know, is strong. Um, you know, they're waiting lines at restaurants, but I would say the restaurants are realizing that they need to be a, there needs to be a healthy relationship with the customer before and after they come into the restaurant, right? Or they deliver from the restaurant and things of that nature. So we're I like to say we're a tribe building platform or a community building platform because unlike our competition that only does social media automation, we do social with AI, we do blogs, newsletters, smart speakers, web stories for SEO. We'll have direct mail, text messaging, and team management by the end of the year. Um, and this <laughs> is the crazy thing. Yeah, this is the crazy thing. We know that most of our customers work from home. And so we said, how do we make them look bigger in front of their clients, right? Like a big agency, like a big marketing agency. That's the beauty beauty of the web. You can make a five-person business look like it's a Fortune 500 company with the proper tools. With the proper tools and the proper branding and and the and just how you, you know, create a presentation. So we said we should combine that into augmented reality. So your client can, you know, have their, you know, app, uh, Hello Wolfie application. You can have the Hello Wolfie application and you can tell them, hey, come on in and I'll show you exactly what we're building, what we're working on. And in augmented reality, you can see all of your marketing content floating in front of you. You can see the timeline on the right of you that, you know, shows you where the content's going and you can literally have your client plug the content, schedule it by just putting it on the timeline, or you could do it in front of them. And that's your visual way of, you know, telling them what you've been working on. And in the old days, you would bring them into a into a conference room and you would just cover the walls with mood boards, storyboards, you know, all the ideas, the art direction. This is the AR version and you don't have to be in the same room anymore. So we're going to be shipping that pretty soon. And that's going to completely blow away how people collaborate on marketing content. That's great. I think for the first time ever, we've probably recorded about 180 episodes. We have about 163 published. I finally just got, uh, I guess, what would it be, video bombed by my uh, newly minted five-year-old walking in during an interview. Has never happened before. It's pretty crazy. I'm really good with kids. That's what, and puppies. <laughs> he was like, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 was that was crazy. Uh, it was like, holy cow. But uh, And then he just walks out and leaves the door wide open. So I had to text the wife, close my office door. Uh, but because Besides that, uh, you know, one of the the points that you brought up earlier that I want to circle back to is you were bringing up like the mental health, and I, I guess that also leads into the spiritual journey of building a startup. Because let's face it, I mean, building a startup 
whether it's now, whether it was, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, um, it's tough. I think probably now it's even tougher than it was before because you get into things like VC uh, and funding and stuff like that. And if you look at where the economy is going, people are starting to get very conservative with how they spend their money and what they invest in, I think, at this point. Some of the best companies, if you think about it historically, they were either started or they had to survive a major downturn, like 2000. Eight, the dot com, you know, you name it, um, or or nine eleven, they uh, they survived and they became stronger than ever before. And one of my investors, he he, um, it's a scout venture for Peter Thiel. They were our first check in uh, years ago. He describes us as being the cockroaches. You know, you can't get rid of us, right? We always figure out how to survive. We always figure out how to ship product and build it and helps customers or or in our case, small businesses. And uh, there are probably 10,000 other examples that I don't even know about, and they're not going to exist, right? I mean, the fact that we've been around for almost six years, we raised almost 1.6 million, and we're you know and now looking for partners to help us scale. Would you view yourselves as like a lean startup? You know, you're not bleeding money. You have just enough to to do what you need to operate? I tend to be conservative too with our estimates and uh, operations, you know, the expenses and everything. If you had another typical founder, um, like many that we've heard about in the news that just spend tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars and just whatever, uh, that doesn't work. Um, we, uh, we 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 want to build a company for the long tail. Yeah, yeah. So what about, you know, again, back to the, the topic I was asking, um, you know, with the mental, spiritual journey, I mean, uh, being a startup, how hard is that? Uh, for you being the founder? I think you have to find the right advisors, the right mentors, and the right sources of spirituality. Like for me, it's um, years ago when I was, I think like 15 or so in in a small bookshop in Union Square in New York City, I found a, a book called The Secret and by Rhonda Byrne, which is actually based off another book, which is very famous by Napoleon Hill called Think and Grow Rich. And I thought I was going to listen. You remember those those days when you're in the, in the Bad Bath and Beyond, you have like a kiosk where you can have the album covers and you can listen to them by tapping on them. But the bookstore had that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to this thing for like maybe two minutes, maybe three minutes. And I ended up just standing there listening for it for two hours. And finally, my mom bought the CD for me. It was, a, it was an audiobook version of it. And it completely changed my life. And it was about the law of attraction. It was about positivity. It's about um, just how mindset is super important. And wherever I go, whatever I do, I always tend to find pieces of that because my mindset is already in tune with that. Um, and so you have to find something like that for yourself. It could be religious, it could be spiritual, it could be a person, whatever it is. For me, it's 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 the secret. Um, and that has helped me overcome many, many uh, challenges. That's great. And that's pretty, pretty awesome info to, to hear because the law of attraction, as you mentioned, that's one of the things that I also am a big believer in, and I, I think it really just comes down to reaching out and, um, you know, grabbing your dreams and uh, taking ownership over them more than just wishing something will happen and then it magically happens. You know, it's actually you visualizing it and then taking the steps to actually achieve your goals. And if you do that, 
you'll get that. And I think that to me, that's what the law of attraction is. And that's how I believe in it. And that's how I practice it. So I am sure to at least some uh, extent of that, you kind of agree. Absolutely. It's not about hocus pocus. It's about making sure that you're recognizing the opportunities, the people that come into you. I always uh, believe in what Steve Jobs said. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. And so whenever someone comes into my life or something happens to me, good or not good, I always know that there's a reason for it to happen. And it, you know, whether it's to push me forward or push me in a different direction or it's to open my mind, whatever it may be, there's always, I've always found it to have a positive impact, both me personally, as well as Hello Wolfie and self tech um, in a, in a positive way. I mean, I'm here at my Airbnb host right now. And, you know, in the bathroom, I was like, you know what, the universe always does cool things for me. Um, because in the in the bathroom, there's this uh, quote that says, let's see, first of all, there's a little stone that says laugh. And then on the top, it says, you're, you're, you're not in the bathroom right now, right? No, no. But it oh, says, okay, okay. I have the video here. It says, <laughs> we talk and think only of abundance here. Um, and then, uh, and then the Wi-Fi router is so funny. It's called health, wealth, and happiness. Oh, there <laughs> oh, you go. Of all the places I could be in LA, you know, this is such a, such a, such a universal, you know, alignment. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's definitely, uh, I, I don't know if I want to call it a coincidence, but you know, you go back to the law of attraction and it's kind of, kind of funny how those things just line up. If you know, it's more than just wanting it. I think that's the biggest thing people misunderstand with the law of attraction, that you have to more than just want it. You actually have to be doing the steps for it to happen. And if you do, that's where then you will bring that law of attractiveness to you. That's where things will step in your path that help you because you did the right steps to get there, to be in that place at the right time. Absolutely. And it, like, for example, I'm here to raise capital, meet great people, meet founders, uh, meet potential advisors and partners. And so I'm in the, in the, in the process, right. Of doing the things I need to do for pushing my business to the, you know, to the for forefront uh, and forward. And you're just little things like this, just, you know, validate and uh, and confirm uh, the, the journey itself. So let's talk then about that, because you said that you're there as far as, uh, you know, getting funding, seeking funding, meeting people, stuff like that. What about doing equity crowdfunding for your big idea like Hello Wolfie? How, how does that work? Explain the process, because there's probably a ton of business people listening to this show right now that are like, hey, I got an awesome idea or I started this, but I just need to find people to invest in it. How do you get those investors? Yeah, so we've done four equity crowdfunding campaigns in the past, and they're called uh, Reg CF campaigns as well. And uh, this started under the Obama administration where People, you know, really believe that the average person should be able to invest, not just accredited, you know, extremely wealthy individuals. And so it took several years and the notable platforms that came out of that were WeFunder and Republic. And so we ended up doing two main campaign, two, two major campaigns on Republic. We did two campaigns on WeFunder and we raised about 1.2 million and the average campaign typically raises between like 50 to 100K, right? So we did way better than the average. I've invested on WeFunder. 
I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not, well, unfortunately it wasn't for you. I didn't see, I did not see your campaign and we found ah, but I have, I it. have used, I missed it. I, you know, I, I occasionally look over it every now and then when I get their emails, there was uh one company I did invest in a couple years back, but, sure. uh, um, I mean, it's a legit platform for yeah, crowdfunding for sure. like you guys. And, um, if you're ever in WeFunder again, I promise you will be my next event. Uh, next, next investment on that platform. <laughs> Virtual I see you. Um, but the, the for us, um, the story was very simple. We said, "Hey, if you're going to be in, if you're going to be, uh, you know, in this for the long haul, this this business has to be for small businesses." So we said, uh, you know, this business, you know, if you're if you're going to let's say uh, buy the license for a hundred dollars, fifty dollars, or a thousand dollars, you know, our license for Hello Wolfie. Why not invest as low as $100 into the company? You get a little bit, you know, piece of it, uh, the action. And as we scale, you, you know, obviously your uh, your equity would then appreciate uh, ideally, and then uh, you can become an affiliate, potentially make all of it back or a percentage of it back uh, by inviting other people. So it just became a win-win situation where we built the business with our customers and let them have a piece of the business at the same time. And so we have about three thousand investors, majority of whom I do not know. I've never met, but I know there are customers, there are advisors, there are, you know, partners, there because everyone, the average customer, I think, put in about three hundred fifteen dollars, uh, which is three times the minimum that was required. What was the the minimum? I know when I invested back then, it was like usually around the hundred bucks being the minimum. It was hundred dollars. You kept it really low, and but obviously, as you invested more, you got more perks. You got free licenses. You got a shout out. You know, things of that nature. But it shows how powerful equity crowdfunding is because you can turn to your community, you know, being a community building platform ourselves, we turn to our community and said, hey, do you want to be in on the on the next big platform that's helping people like you? And obviously the answer was yes, and we raised 1.2. That that is an amazing uh, you know, an amazing story. And I think it's a great use case because people do see platforms out there like WeFunder and they wonder if uh if those companies are legit if they're real you know do they have viability i'll tell you straight out the company that i invested on i have it i think i have it right here usually i don't step up and grab something uh in mid show but i actually just got my certificate uh for shareholder and i did that with uh you know, it, it was for Legion M and I got that right off of uh, WeFunder and it was a great platform. And it's one of the things that, you know, I'm not the richest person out there. I wish I had more money to spend on investment. Uh, one thing, I kind of went down a crypto hole for a while, which I'm reaping, uh, you know, the sadness in right now. But I kind of wish that, yeah, I, I kind of wish that I would have invested more in some of those early startups on WeFunder. You know, again, like you said with your Steve Jobs quote, you know, you can only connect the dots looking backwards, not forward. And I, I wish instead of buying all the Dogecoin that I did, uh, that maybe I put that into different WeFunder companies that would have more value today or in the future, but it's lessons learned. And it's one of the things that 
for me personally. And remember, everybody out there, full disclosure, I am not a financial advisor. So uh, do as you will. This is just my personal experience. But going forward, I definitely would be looking more at companies like that because I do see many companies that have, you know, made it big of whether it's Kickstarter, whether it is, you know, Kickstarter is something that, um, you know, the last Kickstarter item I bought was, I think it was AA Wireless. And I don't know if you're familiar with them, but I know that they give you Android Auto wirelessly. So you have a car that has Android Wire, uh, Android Auto built in. And instead of plugging your cell phone into the USB connector, basically you connect this little dongle instead. And therefore your cell phone connects to the dongle wirelessly and detects it as soon as you start the car up. So there's no need for you to ever connect your, your cell phone, which is good because usually those, you know, the USB ports that you connect your Apple phone or your Android phone in, that's like a trickle charger. I mean, they are the slowest of slowest USB ports. And that way you can have it on a fast charger to charge your phone while you're driving. And then you have the wireless. But I mean, even with them, I mean, they were so successful with their delivery that I just read an article. I think it was about two days ago. Now the product's being full-blown sold on Amazon. And it's extremely popular because it's given older vehicles that do not have wireless capabilities or cell phones that capability and that's a big bonus to have i think i mean i don't know maybe it's just me because i'm techie that's interesting that's interesting because more cars are also sold in the last few years than ever before especially used cars like the older models this would i mean this is another example of you know people jumping on the bandwagon when the trends are hot um and uh and, and capitalizing on that but uh yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we're we as going back to the equity crowdfunding side of things. I mean, I highly recommend checking out Refunder, you know, Republic. If anyone needs help on those things, just email me, Arjun at hellowuffy.com. I I love the platforms because they've been really nice to us, and they really help small businesses and startups like us find the means to raise capital so that we can do great things. And so I'm happy to make introductions. So I got one last topic I want to talk to you about, and I think this is important in and. I don't know if we want to say post-COVID world, but I did just see CDC guidelines got updated yesterday that I, if I read them right, even like quarantining is almost not even necessarily anymore. If you are positive, it seemed like, um, you know, so I, I guess we can say that we're in a post-COVID world, but I'm not 100% sure yet because it, things like, it seems like things change by the hour. But uh, networking on and offline you know a lot of networking events are coming back some are hybrid some are only online some are only in person what's your take on networking both on and offline i think it needs it needs to be done differently and more with an emphasis on relationships so for example and this this app we just launched about five six days ago is called self tact selfiecontact.com and you can download for android and ios as of today the idea behind that was that most of the time when I was going to networking events, let's say you and I met at a networking event or as a you know happy hour or a dinner or whatnot. Oh, believe me, you want to meet me at a happy hour. Ooh, that's a fun time. <laughs> okay, so let's you know what happened is I would be like, hey, let's take Dave, let's take a let's take a sel selfie, and I'll write your name down, I'll write your email down, your phone number, and then a little note saying where we met, right? Because I I forget. 
what we realized is that I wasn't the only one doing that. It turns out a lot of people are doing that. They're just taking selfies, but they're putting in different places and then they forget and then they add them to their contact uh, you know, app and then they're like, oh my God, who did I meet? Because everyone's you know, alphabetical now. What I end up doing is not the selfie mode, but I end up actually writing it on their business card when they give me their business card. So that way I remember. Well, hopefully you have the business card afterwards. Oh, I don't get that drunk anymore. That, 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 in my 20s, yes, not the 30s. <laughs> Let's automate this process and say, okay, you and I take a selfie and then ask you for your name, email, contact, and all that. And then it actually remembers a geo tag of where we met puts it on a map and a Google map, and then also creates the message for you saying, Hey, David, we met at, you know, Los Angeles, California, let's connect. Here's my Calendly, you know, let's book a call. And it'll automatically send the selfie or automatically create the content for the email, for the text message. You could even call the person if you wanted to from self tech. And I was like, Holy, wow, this is so simple. And people are downloading it by like crazy left and right, because that's how you're going into the relationship economy and saying, hey, I really want to talk to you. And I really you know, wanted to continue that conversation. And now I'm going to remember because the AI and the smart you know, self-tech app is going to help me do that. And so that literally is five days, six days old. Self-tact, selfiecontact.com. So we took the uh, self from selfie and the tact, T-A-C-T from contact. And combine the two. Self tagged. I am downloading it as we speak. Um, there it is. There it is. Right here. Right here. Downloading it right here. Um, and it's totally free. Totally free. We want to know how we can make it better. And of course, you know, if you want, you know, we're going to be here. At some point, we're going to be upselling it. Okay. So that that was my my question because obviously, giving a product away for free cost you guys money. I mean, while it might be free for the end user, it's not free for the business. And that's the big thing that I think some people are ignorant to. You know, they think, uh, yo, it's free. There's no cost. When in reality, yeah, there is a cost, just that the business is paying it, you're not paying it. And I mean, is this, do you view this like the future roadmap is a way to be able to upsell it into getting people into the Hello Wolfy ecosystem per se? We call it lost leader product, right? You, you like you sell the whatever, like the burger, but then you upsell the fries and the drinks and all that stuff. And that's where McDonald's makes most of his money. Supersize it. Supersize it. So in our case, this this is actually helping us understand. <laughs> You're going to be the next documentary about the... <laughs> the I'm kidding. So in our case, this is actually helping us learn about um, small businesses, how to help small businesses, startups, and founders. But then also we can say, hey, you're doing a lot of networking, you're meeting a lot of people, let's help you build a tribe, let's help you build a community. And obviously that's a natural call into Hello Woofy for $99 a year or $100 a year, whatever is the offer, you know, go ahead and, and use a discount code and start using Hello Woofy as well. So we're going to upsell. Um, we don't anticipate charging for the app anytime soon. It's going to be free for this foreseeable future. Um, we just want feedback. So like literally tell us, uh, we've been getting feedback, for example, can you do this as an expert to Infusionsoft or Salesforce, or can you have a bulk expert? And so we're taking a lot of feedback. Mind you, it's only been five days. We're getting so much feedback already from network, you know, hardcore networkers that it's going to be, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Especially uh, getting into things like, um, ERPs, my day job, we do SAP, like SAP Business One, which is for small business, the business by design, which is for larger small business, the medium businesses, and then we do Sage Intact. But something like that and having those integrations uh, I built out 
I, I think would be a major bonus as well too, because then you're able to get it into those CRM platforms. The other thing we're now talking to event organizers is about how do we actually create brand exposure? So when you go to an event, right, if you're just taking a selfie, it's for you and the other person, but you know, uh, you know, you know those uh, you know areas in the event where they're like a whole bunch of logos and sponsors, and people love taking photos in front of those. We're gonna do that with AR filters. So if you and I are taking a selfie, it's gonna have that you know background automatically uploaded, or you know maybe the host is like giving you a hug or whatever. It's gonna be funny, but that is a huge point of validation. Humor is key. Humor is key for everything, and that's kind of what makes me special because of the fact that. I don't mind saying out loud, no matter how quirky or corny it makes me look, but it's kind of like my differentiating factor. 99% of the people won't say what everybody's thinking out loud. I'll say it. It's not that I don't have a filter. I have a filter and oftentimes they're like, should I or shouldn't I? Whereas if I didn't have a filter, I would just blurt it out. But I usually end up saying it, but saying it in a tactful way. And it's the thing that kind of breaks through to get people to remember me and hopefully like me. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, humor is a key to everything. I think it's a big, big part of my success and a big part of a lot of people's successes. But anyways, Arjun, hey, this has been amazing. I had a great conversation with you. You survived being trick bait. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you so much so, for your time, Dave. I really do. Yeah, no problem. Last question. Just how can everybody find out more about Hello Wolfie and all the stuff that yeah. you're doing? Just go to hellowoofy.com. Wolfie spelled W-O-O-F-Y.com. And just email me, A-R-J-U-N at hellowoofy.com with feedback, you know, feature requests and things of that nature. And if you want to take your networking, you know, uh, effort to the next level, go to selftech.com or selfiecontact.com. We own both domains. And download the Selftech app, which is totally free, and start taking selfies and networking with your people with your friends and your colleagues like never before. We we just want feedback. We want to help you as a small business owner, as an underdog, you know, maximize your community and networking, you know, abilities. And and that's where our, that's where we make money when you make money. Okay. So you got Hello Wolfie, you got underdogs. Uh, how long until we see a super dog product? Uh, coming soon. <laughs> coming <laughs> soon. There we go. There we go. There we go. Hey, Aaron Judd, thank you so much. You. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. And uh, yeah, you know, definitely check out Hello Wolfie. And we will have all the links down below in the description, like usual. Thank you so much. Very gracious of your time to come on here. Cheers. Cheers. Wow. Such a great interview with Aaron right? Totally loved it. Really, really awesome for me. Great story, all that. First, though, you know the routine. If you found this interview helpful, if it sparked those warm and fuzzies, do me a favor, hit that like button, smash that subscribe button. But if you really want to help us out because you know Shark Bite Biz is the greatest kept secret in the world, the small business, please do us a favor. Share us out to your network, your friends, your family, your colleagues. You are the person, the people that can help our show grow more, grow faster, get a deeper connection with people and help people find the three G's of personal growth, professional growth, and most importantly, their business growth. Share us wherever you dwell on the interwebs, whether it is LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Minds, anywhere that you go, share us out. I would love to see nothing more than HelloWoofy.com and SharkBiteBiz out there trending. Now let's get back to the real rock star of this episode, Mr. 
Victor Arjen Rai. Uh, first, massive respect for the startup community. I mean, it is not easy, not easy at all. It's a very hustle-like culture, 24-7. You know, coming from the sales biz dev world, I always have a saying, sales never sleep. You know, you have to be available when the customer's available. Yeah, I get occasional weekend call, occasional call in you know late evening occasional call on thanksgiving there's occasional call on christmas they may be a jewish customer for example that doesn't celebrate christmas they could be doing work from home whatever it is and they give me a call i'm there to answer because i am there to sell a deal wherever a whenever a customer is ready to buy and that's a thing like that happened sparingly for me it's only when we're working on deal cycles or more that i manage a team whatever my sales reps need me to jump in to give those warm and fuzzies when you're in the hustle you know in the startup culture that hustle oh that's 24 7 that's non-stop you know and if you really survive that hustle culture and become truly profitable and get real funding. So massive respect for Hello Wolfie in seceding because again, it's very, very hard with the never ending work cycle that uh, Airgen is putting into the business in a very highly competitive market space. That's the thing. You know, it's not like he's the only business out there doing what he's doing. He is competing in a place that is filled with very established companies. And what I found was crazy is, is because I manage, uh, you know, a lot of social media sites. Some I've kind of just kind you know, gave up on. I don't do as much just because I don't have the time. But the price that these social media management platforms are uh, charging right now, I mean, it is ludicrous. Uh, five years ago, 10 years ago, it was a fraction of the cost that it cost today to be able to manage social media and have auto posts set up and stuff like that. I mean, it's probably up tenfold, if not more. However, you got to keep this in mind. If you're out there, you have an idea, you have a business, you have a cause, whatever it is, just because a marketplace is filled with competition doesn't mean there is not a place for you. You can still build a company by differentiating your product or service. You know, just like Hello Wolfie did. They do it totally different way. And I'll tell you what, looking at their pricing stuff like that, I found their pricing to be very attractive because compared to their competitors, at least the big competitors that they have, Hello Woofy's annual fee, you know, is probably what most of the competitors charge on a monthly basis or pretty close to it, you know? So within two, three months, you've already spent what Hello Woofy charges during a year. Uh, you know, so I, I love that. I also have to mention, I really love what Airgen has done with SelfTac. I'm about to go to my first event since uh, since I did this interview, okay? I'm about to go to, it is the New Jersey Manufacturing Day Expo. It's put on by the NJMEP, which is kind of a manufacturer's association in New Jersey. We'll be there October 7th with Vision 33 with our partners, Avalara, Boyum, SAP. We'll have a little booth there. So come find us if you're going to be there. But I will be using self tech for the first time at a networking event. And I'm pretty excited about it because 
because I really want to see. Yeah, I've tested it out. I've tried it with my wife, my family, and I'm like, yeah, this works pretty cool. Now I want to try it in a networking setting and see exactly how good it works in real life. Because to me, I think that's amazing. And having something like that, you know, a free app is a perfect low-hanging fruit to try to get people into the Hello Wolfie ecosystem, especially because, you know, we're easing into meeting people and networking once again. So the timing couldn't be better. Congrats on that product launch. I love it so far. Cannot wait to test it out, uh, you know, just uh, what, about two weeks away, roughly. So again, awesome stuff, Arjun. Uh, love what you're doing with both HelloWoofy.com and also Celtac. And really, it's just creating a business that's about connecting people, whether it's digitally or in person. You know, it's really great stuff. Everybody out there, if you loved what you heard, please go check out HelloWoofy.com. Download the Celtac Act. You're going to love what you get. Question of the day. When are you attending your next networking event? Is this the first networking event you're attending in this post-COVID era? Let's see. I'd love to see what you have to say. Leave your comments down below if you're watching on YouTube. Remember, if you want to be on the show, please shoot out an email to interviews at sharkbitebiz.com. And again, if you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to join the channel. $3 a month, you can become a baby shark and support the channel. Or if you really just love this interview, hit that super thanks button right there. It's the heart with the dollar sign. Give a dollar, $2, $3, whatever you can afford. It helps us carry out the mission of what we're doing is bringing these top CEOs, these top experts out there telling their stories to help you grow. You all know this by now, but I'll tell you once again. I'm David Strasser. This is Shark Bite Biz, and we'll see you all next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Shark Bite Biz. We hope you got some insightful info from this podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us through your favorite podcast app and visit us on the web at www.sharkbitebiz.com. How has business changed for you in the 20s? Email us at podcast at sharkbitebiz.com so you can join us and share your story.